Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 105 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. And today's question was sent by Dan. He writes, Hi Vidas, I'm curious as to what the pieces that you have at the opening and ending of every Secrets of Organ playing podcast. It sounds quite interesting. Is it something which you'd improvised? If so, that's very cool. Take care, Dan. So, with this, could you explain more about this piece? When we um, started doing uh, these organ training uh, uh, posts and uh, podcasts, uh, at first uh, I didn't know what kind of introduction and ending to include uh, with the with the interviews that our guests provide. But I thought it would be cool to include like a like an excerpt of my own piece so basically this is an excerpt beginning and ending of of my communion from the mass for the fourth sunday in lent this is called letare sunday and do you remember the story how it how it came uh, into into existence this piece have I told you I remember that maybe our friend asked you for some music to compose or not yeah our colleague and friend Paulus Grigonis uh, at one time this was I think back in uh, 2011 uh, was going to go and play for a mass uh, for the fourth Sunday in Lent, at one uh, monastery in in one sm- small village of Lithuania, and they had just one manual and pedal organ with a few stops, and he asked me what kind of music should he choose. So it's always tricky to to find some music for a small organ, right, Osha? Yes, it might be tricky. So what I did, uh, I always eager to to suggest some ideas, and one idea was, uh, so maybe I could compose something for him, and then then it might be a good idea to to expand this composition into a mass. So I started doing this, and of course he was intrigued, and uh, I created uh, a few movements, and uh, I'm. Uh, I will be linking, linking uh, this uh, to this uh, to this piece in the description of this conversation, so that people can click and uh, check out the score and the video on YouTube. So basically, yes, this is an expert excerpt of the communion. Uh, it is composed uh, in a modal style. Uh, do you know how I choose some some of the modes, Osha? No, I'm wondering how, and is the entire cycle of this mass based on like one particular mode, on, on different modes? Basically, I took um, uh, Gregorian chant collection, uh, basically it's called, um, I think, uh, Graduale, um, and, and then I found the chants for that Sunday the collection of uh, chants, introit, uh, 
uh, offertory and communion that I, I knew people will be uh, using in that uh, in that monastery so I used the 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 melodies for the for the for pieces that I created and therefore I used the modes of, of the of the pieces you see okay so how many movements this mass consists of it it has four movements because at the end it also has a postlude like introit um, offertory communion and uh, postlude it's like an organ mass you could you could perform it in, on any on any sunday i guess uh, when when you don't have a choir for example and you want to play more organ music uh, but since Gregorian chant uh, melodies don't usually have uh, like postlude uh, themes for that, uh, they usually have uh, introit, um, offertory, communion, and some other parts which uh, were sung in the past, like Alleluia and Gradual. Uh, but uh, I had to come up with some melodies for the postlude too. So what I did is I used, I think, all of the melodies which were present uh, in this collection, introit, communion, and uh, offertory, and combined them in the in the in the postlude. I think that's what I did. But uh, I only have uh, uh, three pieces: communion introit and offertory available for public because the postlude is in hand handwriting in in orthograph not yet published um, so so you have to work on it to make it no available for public yeah i was kind of uh, hesitant to complete the postlude because uh, when polus was checking out my previous compositions uh, Introit, in offertory and uh, communion, he found uh, this music rather complex, and and uh, he had to practice a lot. And of course, uh, postludes usually have to be uh, longer, and maybe sometimes more virtuoso, virtuosic. So he had a lot of trouble. Uh, so I don't think he played um, at that mass my postlude. But he he played, I think, uh, those three opening movements. And another thing that I'm curious because it this mass is based on Gregorian chant, yes, and uh, it's created for composed for Lent time. Yes. So what about like Catholic Church in Lent? Because you do not supposed to play solo organ music that's, during that period. That's a tricky question because. Uh, um this this particular sunday there are two sundays in lent and advent which have you can you can play for on the organ in lent it is letare sunday which is the fourth sunday in lent and in advent it is the third sunday uh, which is allowed to play so i i, I kind of was lucky that of course, Paulus was invited on this occasion for Letare Sunday, right? For the okay. fourth Sunday. And basically, those monks uh, were willing to listen to solo organ music as well. That's nice. I know 
about Advent, that you know, Catholics are much more free about Advent in general, about music and during Advent, but I thought we are very strict about Lent, and I didn't know about this Sunday, mm-hmm. this particular fourth Sunday. Letare Sunday is very joyful Sunday, apparently, because of the text, and uh, it, it has some, some joyful texts, and um, therefore it is allowed to play on instruments, you see, not only sing the Gregorian chant and choir polyphony. So, but but I am not sure if everywhere uh, around the globe Catholic church has the same rule. You see, local churches, local dioceses uh, have their own regulations, probably, and uh, it doesn't necessarily apply to global Roman Catholic church. Uh, we traditionally have had, you know, those strict regulations and uh, uh, organ organists didn't play organ during Lent and Advent. But I think now this is changing, right, Osha? Yes, the world is changing. And uh, in our church, we have one one stop, which is called timpani, right? Yes, have you tried yes. it? Yes, I tried it. I like it very much. Which is apparently uh, suited for processions during uh, Lent and Advent when the organ sound was not allowed. Yes. It's like a drum. When I had the last organ demonstration, I demonstrated that particular stop and told this story. So people are very curious. What yes. those two wooden pipes are doing I know, outside the I instrument? I know, and it's quite uh, difficult to explain. And it's really interesting why they are outside the case. Why do you think it's so? I think it uh, in that case we add more sound. Because they are outside yes. the organ case, yes, right? Yes, you can hear them better. And uh, they are, I think, uh, two bass uh, wooden stops, wooden pipes, uh, tuned on D and D sharp. Uh, but not 16 foot D, but maybe 8 foot D. Yes, right? yes. Not very, very low uh, pipes. So if people, how could people um, adapt it, this timpani sound uh, to their organ if they don't have such a tra- stop? Can they uh, play with their yes, feet, something? Yes, you could play like to, to hit two notes at the pedal at the same time. And to do sort of like tremolo. Uh-huh. Because what happens if you hit... Uh, two adjacent adjacent notes in the bass, um, very in the very low register, like C and C sharp or D or and D sharp, depending on your key of the piece, right? Yes. Uh, it has to fit the key. Uh, it could be in F, in G, in E, any kind of low low sounding pitches. If you do those two half steps. Two notes that are half step away. What what kind of vibrations you can hear? A sort of undulating sound, and it's it's truly a little bit like timpani, maybe. Like drum drumming yes, effect. Yes, yes. Because they are not in tune, and they produce vibrations. Isn't that the same principle that undamari stop and vox celeste yes, stops? Yes, I think it's. Quite similar. Mm. Only those Undamaris and uh, Vox Celestis uh, stops, they have, uh, they primarily are used in the in the 
treble range, right? Yes, and this is a low range. Exactly. So, so guys, experiment with with uh, with those tabs that are available to you, and you can expand a lot of your organ possibilities this way. Im imitate uh, instruments that are not present uh, uh, in, in your church. And if you would like to check out uh, this uh, communion, uh, I will put the link into the description uh, of the of the conversations so that you could listen to the video and see the score as well. Yes, it's a lovely piece. Thank you. I will try to uh, continue a, a few more of them. Uh, I kind of feel that this modal style fits well. Um, chant um, themes and they fit in the liturgy as well all right excellent this was Vidas and Osha and remember when you practice miracles happen <laughs>